Happy Sunday, everyone. I don't usually start out with a quote, but I am going to today. This is from one of America's most beloved philosophers, Lily Tomlin. <laughs> she said, man invented language to satisfy his deep need to complain. <laughs> and you know, some days I think that could be true. I'd rather think it wasn't true, but have you ever noticed someone really on a jag of complaining? Oh my gosh, they'll complain about their job, they'll complain about their kids, they'll complain about uh, uh, their spouse, they'll complain about the food, they'll complain about the weather, they'll complain about their car, they'll complain. And when they really get rolling, right, then they'll start in on you. They'll complain about their friends, they'll complain about their friends' lives, they'll complain about, you know, the, the government in Washington and the school district here, and, and oh my gosh. It's like a sea of complaints out there. Where do you think all those complaints go? <laughs> Is there like some metaphysical complaint office where they all get delivered? <laughs> We're going to talk about that in a minute. But I want to start in with the germ idea of like, what is a complaint? Because I don't think that anything under the sun is wholly bad. And I, and I think that the, the, the germ idea of what causes a complaint is actually a good thing. When we are complaining, aren't we just noticing that things are not the way we might choose them to be? And that's not bad at all in itself, right? It's actually a good thing that we notice that maybe there would be uh, more love for us in our life than what we're experiencing right now. It's probably a good thing that we might think we could experience more peace or, or more joy by, by making some changes out in the world or changes in, in our own interior world. It's actually a good thing to have a, a desire for things to be better, more joyous, more loving. This is actually a good thing. It's what we do with that energy it's what we do with that impulse. Because I think of that really as the creative impulse, don't you? That's what moves us forward. That's why the great paintings of the world were created. That's why uh, uh, so many uh, mystics and, and wondrous things happen in this world. Because someone had an idea of how to make things better or more loving or, or more sweet. And then they, they acted on it. And, and I guess, isn't that our clue, Right? Because complaining isn't so much acting on it. Complaining is just using up our energy. Complaining is just complaining. And what we know in science of mind, of course, too, is every complaint, everything that comes out of our mouth, is like a little bit of a prayer. And when we really get rolling and complaining, what does our prayer to God sound like? Oh my gosh. I was noticing not too long ago, and, and I think this is true in general, see if this could be true in your own life. I was noticing, I, I, I was over at uh, the Subway Sandwiches that's not too far from here, and there was a, a group of young men that I think must be on some job site in the area, uh, some kind of minor construction thing or whatever, and there was like five gentlemen there sitting at one of the booths eating their Subway Sandwiches, and oh my gosh, it's like the, the foreman was bad, and the company was bad, and the client and the house was bad and the materials were bad and, and oh my gosh and I just saw them in the period of that that lunch like I'm surprised they could finish the lunch do you know what I mean if, if there was that much angst in me it's like it would have been hard to put the sandwich down in there 
And I wonder if we, in groups of people, don't even kind of invite that now and then. In fact, don't you notice there are times in your life that it's almost acceptable or expected that a little uh, complaining will happen, right? In fact, one of the most common ones kind of disturbs me a little bit. It's, how you doing? (laughs) Right? I'm looking at Cheryl here. Just going, no, don't pick on me. (laughs) But so often, doesn't that seem like an invitation for complaint? Do you know what I mean? How are you? Instead of saying, you know, I'm fabulous and the week was good and I'm looking at Linda now. I sold the house. Do you know what I mean? Instead of coming up with our successes, what are we only so apt to come up with instead? It's like the bad things that happened that week, aren't they? Well, these are little prayers. These are like us telling God, this is what's wrong. Hold me in this place of torture. I want to stay here. I want more complaining. I want the day to continue to be too hot or too cold. I want the, you know, well, and, and, there, and then don't get me started too on some of the things we complain about, right? I think Oregonians have mastered the art of complaining about the weather no matter what it's doing, right? There are already people saying, I don't know about this hot streak we're in, right? And, I, and it would surprise me if they're the same people that two weeks ago were saying, well, winter never ends. We're so cute curious in our complaints. Again, nothing bad with that germination, that that germ of an idea that says, let's experience something different. Totally good. But then we use up the energy frivolously. Actually, worse than frivolously. Frivolously means it's just wasted. What do we do instead? We create a prayer with other people and some emotion, a whole mental equivalent about what we don't want more of. And oh my gosh, are we apt to get more of it. Well, this month we're using this great book called The Complaint Free World. It's actually, it's more than a book, it's actually a program. And I'm going to invite you all to, to play with me this month if you'd like. You'll notice I'm wearing one of the, the purple armbands, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But I wanted to start out with the promise of this book. Here's what Will uh, uh, Bowden says about this uh, program of being complaint free. He says, there are two things upon which most people in the world will agree. One... There's too much complaining in the world. And two, the state of the world is not the way we would like it. His thesis, and I think it's a darn good one, is that these are connected. He goes on to say, in my opinion, there's a correlation between the two. We're focusing on what's wrong rather than focusing on our vision of a healthy, happy, harmonious world. And then he goes on to say, you've answered your soul's call to stopping part of the problem. You're invited to become part of the solution. You can change, we can change the world by simply becoming an example of positive change, of positive energy. So this month, I'm, gonna, I'm calling it our Complete Free Month. And, we'll, and again, we'll talk about the program in a minute. Uh, but first of all, I wanted to center us in the idea of making a change. So what I'm really asking us to do is we are going to change something about ourselves, something that's pretty habitual for most of us. Most of us, off and on, throughout the day, in fact, they estimate that most people complain somewhere between 20 and 50 times a day. So we're going to try to change something that might be difficult for us because it's a habit. 
And uh, Bowen says that there's four, kind of four stages of changing something that's a habit or making a permanent change in our lives. The first stage, he says, is unconscious incompetence. Now, this is the bad news. This is when you're just sailing through life, doing things that actually hurt you, and you're not even aware of it. Aware of it. So this would be like in the 50s, being a smoker. Were any of you around and smoking in the 50s, right when they were first starting to come out with the idea that, you know, maybe that cough in the morning is actually a result of the smoking the night before. And a lot of, I remember my parents were both smokers, and oh, we were very resistant to this idea that we might actually be causing health problems in ourselves. Well, now that period would be called this unconscious incompetence. We're, we're completely unconscious of the cause and effect between the, the morning cough and other health issues and the smoking. We're just kind of merrily saying through life, not recognizing that some of the things we're doing, some of the things we're being cause problems. Okay, next step, and that's where most of us are right now on the situation of, uh, of complaining. We're actually already in phase two, and that's called conscious incompetence. We're still perhaps complaining, but we know it's probably not a good thing to do, right? We know that what we emphasize in our lives, we're apt to get more of. And so just the fact that we're, you know, kind of science of mind people and we hang out in this particular place and talk about these kind of subjects, we probably already are in category two. This is good news. Well, except, except for the incompetence part of it. <laughs> okay. Now, the, but, but it is good news because awareness is everything. Awareness is key. And once you begin, noticing the frequency with which you complain and in particular if you if you do the program and so I'll introduce the purple bracelet at this point it's a very simple program it simply says every time you complain you switch the bracelet from one hand to the other and that that's really I'll tell you the official rules of the program in a little bit but now you know and you don't even need the bracelet you could take a shiny rock and have it in one pocket and when you complain just put it in the other pocket and that would be all you would need to do to train yourselves and we'll, we'll talk about that in a minute but the idea then in the third phase is conscious competence and so as I begin shifting the bracelet, what happens? Because uh, they're actually a little hard to get on and off. Oh, there I go. That was a complaint. Uh, well, it was. <laughs> I was complaining about the bracelet. So as we become aware of the complaints in our life and verbalize them, I, I don't like the idea that I don't have mastery of my own thoughts. And so the mere fact that I'm going to have to keep switching this as I complain, I am consciously becoming more competent at saying positive things. Instead of just complaining about things, I'm more apt to do, th do something about it or to actively accept what's going on. Either way, it's fine because I get out of the frivolous use of my energy and the kind of poison making that complaining and griping can produce in the world. I'm getting out of that and instead, I'm either going to do something about it positive or I'm just going to accept it and, and, and just be okay with it. So, so that's stage three, conscious competence 
We're getting good at it. We're getting better at it. Still a fair amount, though, of mental energy, right? I'm literally thinking about everything before it. Not that this is a bad thing, right? Probably we all wish we were always thinking about what was going to come out of our mouth before we do it. I mean, that's, it's not a bad thing. But being really conscious about it itself uses up some energy. Okay, the good news is, Will Bowen says, and I believe it, that it only takes about a month of good behavior, meaning sticking to your new plan, sticking to your new habit. If you are successful, in fact, he says 21 days. If you model the good behavior consistently without error for 21 days, you've shifted into phase four which is unconscious competence. Now this is sweet, right? Because then you're not using the mental energy anymore. It's just the new habit. And the new habit is life affirming. The new habit is affirming what you do want instead of complaining about what you don't want. So this month, my desire is we all move through at least a couple of those phases. Some of us might make all 21 days in this month. And you're saying, well, what do you mean? 21 days is less than a month. Yeah, but you got to start over again <laughs> when you switch the bracelet. So the, just so you know, the average is somewhere between two and four months, right? So it might take a couple months, literally, until you have 21 days in a row um, of conscious competence. And at that point, after the 21 days are under your belt, probably it's just become a new habit for you. A lovely, life-affirming, and wonderful new habit. So, all right, let's talk about the rules then. Here's the official part of it. Uh, And it's not that hard. He simply says, begin to wear the bracelet on either wrist. And you don't have to have the bracelet if you don't want to. I think we still have some left in the bookstore. But you can use a a bracelet for breast cancer or something else. It's fine. Don't need the purple one. Uh, You could even just have a rock that you move or a crystal that you move from one pocket to another. But begin to wear the bracelet on either wrist. When you catch yourself complaining, gossiping, or criticizing, move the bracelet to the other wrist and start over. Number three is kind of fun for those of us acting in community and and wanting to help each other. So if you hear someone else who's wearing a purple bracelet complain, it's okay to point that out to them. (laughs) However, in doing so, you yourself are apt to be complaining about their behavior. So be prepared to switch your own bracelet. Okay? So if you hear someone else complaining, you can tell them to switch their bracelet, but... Switch your own as well. And then step four is just stay with it. It's going to take a little time. I've, you know, I'm on my best behavior today. I've already switched twice, right? <laughs> Linda's like, yeah, or was it three times? Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. So those are the official rules. It's pretty easy. We'll stick to it. And I want to, uh, I want to continue on with my joke for today because I think it's a, a pertinent and fun one. Two construction workers are sitting down to lunch. Number one opens his lunch pail and begins to complain. Meatloaf? I hate meatloaf. There's nothing worse than a meatloaf sandwich. Number two kind of just doesn't say anything. The following day, the two construction workers are back at the lunch table. Number one opens his lunchbox and begins to complain again. Meatloaf? Again? This is too much. I hate meatloaf. I hate my lunch. Number two still, you know, just as quiet. The next day, 
Day three, the two construction workers are once again meeting up for lunch. Number one opens his lunchbox, and you guessed it, meatloaf sandwich. He complains, this is crazy. I'm sick and tired of meatloaf. Day in, day out, meatloaf, meatloaf, meatloaf. I can't stand it. Finally, number two has to say something. His friend, construction worker, says, if you hate meatloaf so much, why don't you just say something to your wife? I'm sure she'd make you something else. Wife says, number one, I'm not married. I make my own lunch. (laughs) You know where I'm going with this. We make our own lunch. And when you start adding us up, when you start adding up the, the thousands of people doing their 20 to 50 complaints a day, Oh my gosh, the meatloaf we're stuck with. Think of, the, think of the hundreds of thousands of complaints going around this globe at any one time. And is it any wonder then that some of the very things that we're complaining about, governments and schools, and I, I mean, when you get a heap of people all holding for, for, for like the people in Washington, that they're, that they're idiots or incompetent or not doing good work. I mean, think of, think of the, you know, what, 80% of America thinking that Washington's doing a bad job and verbalizing this? Oh my gosh. It's like we're praying for incompetence. Let's not do this anymore. We are making our own lunch. And we're going to eat it. We're, we're, we're picking the cherries, right? <laughs> Thank you for that bright spot on song. And we're going to eat them. So let's pick the sweet ones. Let's choose to be positive. Let's begin filtering our thoughts as, as they begin that process of being verbalized. And think about, well, do I really want to emphasize the negativity here? Or do I want to make a, a statement, an affirmation about what I do want to experience? Or do I maybe want to actually do something about it? Now, in the following weeks, we're going to talk about how we can use the same energy that we would have put into complaining, which isn't really very useful. In fact, it's kind of anti-useful. We're going to talk about how we can use that same energy for good, as they say, uh, for making a positive impact on the world. So I want to close today with a, another quote from this book and, and a little bit of homework. Do you want the quote first or the homework first? Just both. Okay, you don't care which. All right, fair enough. Then let me do the homework first. Um, well, you let me choose. <laughs> so your homework this week, now whether you want to participate in the, the formal bracelet kind of uh, thing, uh, that's up to you. Of course, that'd be my recommendation. I think you'll learn a whole lot about yourself. I think we'll be able to transform the universe, in fact, through this process if we want to. Guess how many bracelets they've sold so far? Millions. Millions. It's in the millions. There are a million people out there and more than that, I, I think it's close to 10 million people that are choosing not to complain anymore. It's, it's a worldwide phenomenon. They've actually even translated the, you know, the verbiage into different languages to, to cover as, as many places as they can. So your homework this week, if you choose to start the program, that's wonderful. But at a minimum, I would like you to notice the people and the places and the situations that get you going. Do you know what I mean? So I want you, you know, if you have coffee breaks at work, notice. 
What is it that you spend most of your time talking about? Is it complaining? When you uh, meet up with some girlfriends for maybe a cocktail after work or something like that, what is it that you spend most of your time talking about? Is it complaining? When you get on the phone with your best friend and you're talking about sports and politics, what is it that you're kind of doing more than not? So that's your homework. Uh, at a minimum, check out the people, the places, the things, and situations that may get you started, and then choose to do something differently. Plan for it ahead, if you will. When someone comes up to you and say, how was your day? My day was shitty. <laughs> hey, Nancy, Nancy's already planning. That's great. That's great. Because what I know is there's, if, we don't, if we don't plan ahead, we're going to fall right in, right? Someone says how rotten your day is, you're going to what? You're going to one-up them. Oh, well, that ha my car broke down last week. And then, <laughs> right, I can tell a worse story than you can. So let's be prepared. If the negativity, negativity comes our way, we can just say, oh, gosh, I'm sorry you feel that way. I actually had kind of a great week. Do you know what I mean? It's like you don't need to put your stuff on them. We don't need to tell them they're wrong and their thought processes. Just say, wow, that, you know, I'm really sorry you feel that way. Wow, I can see why that might rile you up. Um, but I had actually a pretty good week. You know, I accomplished this and I did that and the weather's great and, you know. Okay, now I'll close with the quote. <laughs> so here's what Will Bowen says uh, that will really happen here. He says, when Jesus says, seek and you shall find, it was a statement of universal principle. What you seek, you will find. And when you complain, you're using the incredible power of your mind to seek the things that you say you don't want. And yet, there they are. Then you complain more about these new things and simply attract more things to complain about. Let's stop the madness. Let's pray. There is one power and one presence in this universe. It is this thing called life. And what I know about life is it is fully complete and whole. There are no complaints in God because God recognizes and accepts everything as good. And so for the people in this room, for myself, I recognize that, that I'm a part of God's good, that my life is filled with the, the love and the energy, the, the joy and the peace, that everything I could use and need and more are available to me, and I accept it all. And I speak my appreciation, I speak my gratitude, I, I speak my intentions for more of life and more of joy and more of love. I release the negativity from my thinking and from my speech. I know that this program of a complaint-free world uh, will come to fruition, that there is a place within all of us that is accepting of life as it is. I'm grateful for this. I let it be, and so it is. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you so much.